Welcome to the fittest podcast in Oakland, where your favorite coaches talk everything to help make you a better person inside and outside of the gym. back with the fittest podcast in Oakland. Today, we're going to figure out how to like running, or at least not hate it so much. And we have a great special guest, Aaron Castillo, or Coach Evil. So sit back, listen up, and enjoy. Welcome back. All right, gang. It's Ben and Robin. And Robin, do you want to introduce our special guest? Well, I'm going to have our special guest introduce himself. And um, yeah, (laughs) I'm excited, obviously. This is a dear friend and colleague and also someone I respect a lot and a coach. So go. Well, let's give you my real legal name, which is Aaron Castillo. Um, also referred to as Coach Evil, you may have seen that. It is um, my Instagram handle. But um, I think it's interesting for me just to kind of go back a little bit about how I first started. So I met you, Robin, back in 2011 was my initial entrance to CFO. Uh, I did the community class, I think it was January 1st. I actually landed in, o- uh, sorry, in Oakland for a new job and uh, yeah, I think uh, a few days later, I was just going through the websites and saw there was like 16 CrossFit gyms and I was looking at the different websites and somehow CrossFit Oakland or CFOs was, the blog was very informative. It, 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 it didn't give a good sense of the actual space, gym <laughs> space. But Genius. I thought it was just really good. It was better than the other ones. And so, okay, that's the one wow. I go to. So, yeah, in 2011, I went to the community day, which was January 1st. And then I think three days later was the first start of uh, on-ramp. And right. I signed up immediately for that. I think it was Moses' first on-ramp class. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I that just reminded me, I remember meeting you because I had just, t- and it was so serendipitous because I had just taken the CrossFit Endurance co- uh, course yes. and was just like overwhelmed with like, there's no way I can coach all this, but I really wanted our clients to get better at running and, and, and prepping for endurance. And we just started talking and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I think immediately in the first few months of training uh, and eventually making it to the the gym floor after on-ramp that I became the running guy yeah yeah so people refer to me as the running guy yeah. so if it was a running Mekon I was the guy to sprint off take off very quickly and my mo was to just hold on as long as I could so yes I would get passed by better people or whatever but I was known as the running guy and I think you and Mike and maybe the other coaches were like, well, Aaron's pretty fast, but I wasn't the best. Yeah, I never came in first, sometimes. Um, but yeah, so the running guy, and even 
like Candace, the um, elite competitor, right? I looked at yeah. her as this elite competitor. Yeah. She she literally walked up to me, hey, you're that running guy. So that was basically, wow. that was my, uh, I guess, um, nickname at the time, the running guy. Yeah. yeah, before you got your better nickname. Correct, yes, <laughs> yes. And what's your background athletically that makes you so great at running? Yeah, so, I mean, looking back, I, I think I look at sixth grade or uh, elementary school, I was one of the faster kids that just happened to be on recess, you just sort of learn those things. Okay, I tend to be fast, that's fine. And then in sixth grade, they had a sixth grade Olympics, my school, and I entered the, I think it was a 50 meter, maybe a 100 yard dash, something like that. And I won both of those. So again, running. And then I entered, for some reason, a long distance thing. And it was like maybe 20 minutes on the clock. I'm just guessing, I don't remember. And then we just had to go in circles. And then we had, girls that were just counting how many times that we were completing this loop. And the girl that was my counter had a crush on me and she was giving me extra credit. Like, <laughs> she was saying, and I was dying, right? Because I'm not a long distance person. So for some reason, when the calculations came at the end of it, I had won that too. Which I was like, are you, are you sure? I'm not sure. But um, yeah, it was all because of that crush. Do you feel still guilt over that, that win? Yes, well, I'm yeah. still remembering it yeah. <laughs> 40 years later. See this? <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. But you enjoy running. I do. I do it because I'm okay at it. Um, I count myself as a running and endurance coach, right? So a lot of that, endurance in general just means anything that's over 10 minutes long. So someone's mile could be their endurance event, yeah. So uh, I do have access to a lot of triathletes, a lot of um, cyclists, a lot of runners, um, and yeah, I'm able to just kind of work with those folks. They always ask me, how many triathlons have you done? Zero, I will <laughs> never do a triathlon. <laughs> I come from track and field. I have done three decathlons, so for counting 10 versus three events for a triathlon, I beat them every single time, right? Mine's two <laughs> days long, theirs is however long it takes for them to do their three disciplines. Um, so yeah, but I will never do a triathlon, but um, I'm able to get them to think about running in a different way, because triathlon tr traditionally refers to lots of volume, lots of, mileage on their bodies and then I come in as their coach with ex experience in endurance training which is actually less is more so you don't have to crush your body in other words if you're training for a half marathon you don't have to run a half marathon every single day to be better at half marathons and so what I help people with is realizing that you need to incorporate speed you need to incorporate um, time trials you need to incorporate long runs short runs just to balance you out so that you're not um, doing those half mile runs, which is essentially just breaking your body down, um, so that you're able to save some sort of muscular endurance to be able to now compete and do what you need to do on the competition floor, right? So it's kind of a different way to train, but CrossFit endurance, that's their focus, is that less is more, and you don't have to, again, just break your body down to be successful is how I think of it. And you have uh, twice a week, you come here in the gym with your endurance. 
Yeah, so uh, I have several classes and programs, and one of the bigger ones, um, it's called Endurance Fit. It's a strength and conditioning program for the endurance athlete. So I use CrossFit methodology, um, like NRAMs and um, EMOMs and that kind of stuff, um, but we'll do a lot longer runs. We'll use the machines over a longer period of time. And um, yeah, so we don't do any Olympic lifts. We don't do any clean and jerks. They don't do a lot of barbell stuff. The barbell stuff we'll do will be bench press or deadlift or a, a, a shoulder press of some kind. So they're getting some weight training in there as well, but it's not the traditional explosive technical like snatches, for example. We won't, I don't teach them that, yeah. And it's only because it's two days on Tuesdays and Thursdays, it's not a lot of time to be able to teach them those technical stuff. So I just prefer to stay away from them. Got it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, so next, we're, why, why would you need a coach? Like everybody knows how to run. Like you grow up running around, like you said, at recess or running from your brothers and sisters or whatever, running for the ice cream truck. Like we all run. Um, we don't all clean and jerk and snatch. Obviously you need a coach for that. So why would you need a coach for running? Yeah, so I kind of think of it as um, someone's uh, goals. So if your goal is to exercise versus training, right? There's a difference between exercise and training. You guys know that, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so exercise uh, would be like a maintenance program. You're, you're doing the, the Instagram, latest greatest workout for someone to do uh, you go to the gym and it's you're doing whatever your friends are doing um, that's an, an exercise program I would call it mindless you're just gonna do whatever fun you want to do right for that day I feel like deadlifting today so I'm gonna deadlift today um, and a training program is where someone's guiding you it's sort of a systematic approach to be able to get to an end goal if your goal is to make your mile time the fastest, you gotta train specifically for that. Um, if your goal is to squat um, a certain amount of weight, then you're gonna follow percentages. Basically, you wanna be better than you were the week before um, and see that progress to be able to see the sustainable goals that you wanna get to. So if you're, if you're okay with just exercising and just going to an open gym and um, doing whatever you feel like doing that day, that's gonna keep you at one particular level. If your goal is to be the best half marathoner, then you're gonna to have to work with someone like me that will sort of test you over a long period of time between those short sprints, those longer runs that you're gonna do, those time trials that you're gonna do. We're gonna incorporate also strength training for um, those muscles that we use for running, which would be your glutes, your hips, your core, your legs, that kind of stuff. So I do incorporate strength training for them as well, but um, I want to make them a well-rounded, overall, prepared runner to be able to do or be successful. Whatever we do in the gym, I want it to be successful outside of the gym, whatever that event is, whether it's a triathlon, half marathon, or whatever. Um, yeah, so I, I don't think a lot of people think of it that way in that they're just getting stuff from online that they happen to see, which would be a maintenance program, exercise program, I'm, they're gonna to come to me for a particular training program to make them better at X, Y, and Z, whatever their particular goal is. But specifically with running, I know one of the things I learned from um, taking these courses and, and working with you for many years is there is a technique to running. You sure. don't just 
go run. I mean, uh, most of our clients just go run. So we have a specialist in you that can actually talk about the technique of running. And I'm not asking you to get into that now, but I mean, if you want to talk about it a little bit, like why do you need technique to run? Yeah, so ironically, I, when I first started, uh, track and field is my background, so that's how I started um, all through high school. Completely mediocre, like not good at all. Um, but some of those best coaches are the ones that don't aren't necessarily the best athletes, are the most successful, right? Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, I uh, I want just. Remind me of the question again. Uh, technique, technique yeah. for oh, running. Hose, yeah, hose method. I yeah, mean, that's what I'll do. So, in the clinic uh, that we have set up for you guys, uh, I specialize and teach people to uh, learn the pose method. So, it's an introduction to pose. Dr. Romanoff, who created uh, the pose, um, has a very—I think it's a viral video where you can Google him, where he's running on a plate of ice, right? I think it's a, a, a hockey uh, rink, and it's frozen so he's able to maintain his perfect running form because he's running efficiently and he's not slipping and sliding and doing all that fun stuff so yeah over the course of 90 minutes for cfo's running clinic that we'll be doing we will introduce you to the pose method and in my opinion it's the most efficient way to run and so regardless of um everyone has legs so everyone can run what I'll have people do is kind of put them in positions so that they're running more efficiently. If you tend to overstride, that's an easy correction to shorten your stride. If you heel strike, same thing, we can shorten your stride. You got a little kickback behind your feet, we can correct that. If your torso is leaning forward, just think about having an upright position. You wanna think of it in simple terms if there's a rope or a string that's going through your bum and it's coming out of your head and someone's pulling on that string, that's the posture that you want to use for running. So good, sound um, technique and form is what we'll definitely go over and help people discover that. So, so that makes them better at running. Better at running, faster at running, and, stronger. And, and then talk about injury prevention. Injury prevention. You know, I get a lot of uh, people saying, it hurts when I do this. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> um, no, honestly, I, I, I sort of preface every season because I work with um, Oakland Tri Club and the very first uh, track workout that we have, I literally tell them my background, this is who I am, some of them are new so they don't know. But I tell them right up front, I am not um, a doctor. I'm not good at prescribing certain things for you to do. But what I can do is hopefully help you discover ways to make your knees not hurt so much, where your Achilles don't have to flare up as much. And if we can find that balance of just you running a little bit more efficiently, we'll start to see those pains and aches go away. And so someone like um, James Garrity, he came to me specifically. He knew he wanted to do my running class on Sundays. And his thought was he does get a little pain. I think his issue was pain on the top of his foot. So he, paid for four sessions, just one-on-one sessions with me. Um, we went over the technique and we made some changes and some tweaks. He felt a little bit more confident and over those four sessions, after that, felt much more confident signing up for the 10-week Sunday morning class. And I think he did it for several years. Um, and I think he still relies on that training now with maybe some of the running workouts that he does here. But that issue of his foot no longer exists, as far as I am concerned. Awesome. I know. Awesome. Yeah. 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 You connected to every step is a rep. 
So if you do a bad step or inefficient form and you do a thousand repetitions of it, it's going to hurt. For sure. And that's why people stop running is because yeah. it doesn't make them feel very good. And so when they come to me, and again, in that one class, they'll discover, oh, I should be doing this. Or, oh, it makes sense to do that. It makes sense not to hit my heel because there's no muscle in the front of your leg. What benefit are you getting by sliming your heel into the ground to make you a faster runner? No, that just doesn't, that just doesn't happen. So they'll discover that either on a one-on-one -on -one analysis that I can do with them, but in a running clinic, we'll go over drills and progressions to get them to find that good, perfect running form. And honestly, it's a 10 minutes, like a very easy explanation about proper running. And we'll spend the rest of the clinic going over drills and progressions to reinforce that form and actually applying it. And then at the end of that, we'll do like one little short, um, running workout where I want them to get tired a little bit, but then see if that tiredness makes them revert back to that old running form, or if they're able to make that choice to go, no, 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 keep pulling my feet, keep pulling my feet, use my arms, um, be light on my landings when I'm running. And hopefully they'll continue to work on that. And honestly is, you have to work on it for the rest of your life if you want to be a better runner. Right. Is. Well, I'm gonna throw one more out there. We have um, make you better runner, make you hurt less, but um, this is for all my CrossFitters out there. Um, it makes you maybe not hate running quite so much because you're getting better at it and it doesn't hurt as much. I'm just gonna throw that out there. And I mean, I know you can speak to that. Well, I was just gonna say, um, the 10 week programs that I have for the Sunday morning run club, and this is at uh, Endgame Athletics, um, is that people will pay without even knowing what the class is. They're going by a referral, a friend told them they should, you should meet this guy, me, right? Um, and so it's always a surprise to me that people have no idea what they're coming into. I've already prepaid for it. Okay, great, let's, let's get that. But what they discover right away is that, oh, okay, I can be a better runner. I can be better at pacing. I know how to breathe now through running. Um, I can find better shoes than those like big uh, hokas, right? With the big heel. Yeah, not very good. Yeah. But yes. over, the, over the course of that 10 weeks, what will happen is that um, each day, if you're consistent and you come every single week, you're going to obviously improve. It's just a fact. Yeah. Um, I have enough experience and trials with other training programs. Every little thing is like an experiment, right? I know that this works, so I know we're going to have them do this. But at the end of 10 weeks, you will come out of it, and the final class is a 5K run. And uh, we've seen over the years, people's 5K run improve, improve. But they're doing this multiple cycles, not just 10 weeks, but then they'll sign up for the next 10 week class, and then the next 10 week class, and they just do it over and over again. They may not like it, it's not their favorite thing in the world to do, but it be becomes like a habit, right? If you show up on Sunday, you're used to waking up early, you're used to, and they don't have to do anything, it's mindless. I will lead them to the warm-up. <laughs> I will explain the, the goal of the workout. Here's how I think you should approach the workout. And then they do the work, and then they reap the benefit of it. And, and we keep referring, and I just want to be really clear and straightforward, we keep referring to a 90-minute um, running clinic, and that is going to be happening here at the gym on January 8th at 10 a.m. So after the Saturday classes, Aaron's gonna start his clinic and you can sign up for that. And we're gonna be sending out details. 
And then Aaron's also referring to 10-week courses that he puts out, and these take place at in-game athletics. And those are on Sunday mornings at what time now? 8 a.m. to 9.15, so an hour and 15-minute class, and that first class is going to be January 16th. So Starting we're January 16th. Before the start of Perfect. that. And anyone that does the running clinic and feels like, hmm, this isn't so bad, I actually want to think about running or work on my running form, that's where the 10-week class would be. Perfect. Yeah. So those are, the, those are the two things we're referring to, and you will get all of these benefits from it. Is there anyone that you think maybe shouldn't sign up because they're not? fast or they're not good at running or they're not in shape for running um is that would you discourage people to do that or absolutely not no absolutely not if you have legs you can do this yeah yeah so um i always say this <laughs> if you just come to one <laughs> class or one clinic i've had people come to multiple clinics after the 90 minutes the next time i did one they wanted to sign up for that one as just a refresher right yeah. oh that's right i want to do this with my hands I need to do this with my feet. Okay, that's right. I remember. But yeah, you're going to get a lot of information from that. And you're going to learn a lot about yourself. Um, the first thing we do is go over foot drills is what I call them. And I want them to uh, point their toes in a certain direction. And they're going to stay on their heels. They're going to point their toes up. And what I want them to do is for just 20 meters, just see if you can hold that form with your toes pointing out. And what we'll find is that they'll revert and the feet come back in without them even knowing which is an indication of a weakness of your feet. And if you're expecting to run a triathlon, if you're expected to run your fastest mile, when you have a weakness in your feet, we can correct that, we can fix that, we can help uh, with ways to not only strengthen your feet, but also get your running form looking better, right? Um, mobility is also a big key for me. I, I discovered that, and I'm sure you guys discovered that as well. When people sit for a long period of time, their body changes, um, their feet obviously change with different shoes that they wear. And so, yeah, it's kind of like breaking people down, getting them out of those bad habits, and then sort of rebuilding them through a, a speed workout or a long distance workout or a two minute, two mile, two mile time trial just to see if we're seeing some improvement. And over the course of a 10 week or a clinic, we'll start to identify those weaknesses for people that I need to be doing this. Yes, I do know that I have a weakness here. I need to fix that. I can do this. Yeah. And I'm going to challenge people. You don't have to be training for a marathon or a triathlon or yeah. any event, although it is really fun to, to take these 10-week sessions and have them lead somewhere. But, um, but just our, your regular running in, in workouts. It just makes right. it so much better. And like I always joke around, at least you have something to think about besides I hate running. You're going to think about all the things Aaron told you to do to fix your technique. So at least you have something to focus on when you're well, running. Well, what if your endurance was up, right? It's improving, right? And then we do uh, Helen, for example, Helen workout, right. where the three rounds, you got 400 meters, you got to come back in and do some pull-ups and kettlebell swings. So um, is the first 400 meters solid? You're good. And then after your kettlebell swings and pull-ups, all of a sudden around two, you've dropped significantly in terms of your um, pacing. That's fine, that happens, right? Um, wouldn't it be nice if those runs could stay consistent in terms of the uh, amount of time that you're out on your 400 meter run? How would you do that? We can help you figure that out. But if you can get efficient, and um, honestly, the run should be your recovery so that you could focus on your kettlebell swings and pull-ups 
what you need to do in the gym, and then just catch your breath when you're out on your run. It shouldn't be such a chore that you're uh, having such a challenge on the run that now you're slowing down so much that all of a sudden your hell and time goes down. Yeah. So um, that's just a good prime example. Of yeah, that's pacing awesome. Pacing and how to learn all those. Things. And also, and, and that's a great example with Helen, um, if you want to increase your Helen time, you actually need to do better at your running. Because the rest, I mean, I'm just going to throw that out there. The rest kind of stays the same. I mean, you can get a little better at push pull-ups, right? A little more efficient. But you can really get a lot of bang for your buck if you just push it a little more on that run and just get a little more efficient. Um, that's what makes that Helen time go down. Do you agree? 100%. Yeah. That's why I hate Helen. Because <laughs> all I have to do is run harder. And yeah. I don't, I don't I like don't enjoy running hard, <laughs> as Aaron probably can relate to me. And that's why I think the better you've become with being comfortable with running, finding maybe not enjoyment with running, but less hatred with running, mm-hmm. will benefit you in here. And it's not only that, it's also like, today we did on a 90 second clock, 10 rounds of deadlifts. People at the end, breathing really, really heavy. Also, it's 15 minutes long. Aaron talked about anything beyond 10 minutes. So if I improve your endurance to handle 15, 20, 25 minutes, your lifting sessions become better. Correct. So maybe you have zero goals to get better at running or any type of endurance event, but you want a better deadlift. Well, guess what? If you can train better at your deadlift and recover better in between sets, your deadlift's going to go up. Yeah. Okay. And that's where this stuff, um, Chris Hinshaw showed the elite CrossFitters this years ago, and I think we all continue to benefit from that and go, oh, yeah, the better my endurance is, at times, the better I'm going to do at this stuff. Yeah. And that's where I love Aaron's methodology and all that he does because he'll also take that stamina person who's like, I only run marathons, I only do triathlons, and go, now you're going to sprint today. You're going to do 20 seconds on the bike <laughs> and then rest and then do 20 seconds again. And you now see those people go into a completely different, uncomfortable zone and then turn around and go, wow, my times are all going down because I, yeah. I know how to sprint. And so that's the, that's the beauty of not only the clinic, but then the 10 week program and all of that, that I see Aaron work with folks. It's fascinating and fun. <laughs> it is fun. And it's the people are fun and Aaron's amazing. He gets you super warm. You don't get hurt. You, he doesn't shame you very much. So you have a little bit of, um, you know, good morale. And <laughs> no, I call, I like the coach. You have to talk about how you got that name because I always take credit for it and that's not fair. But um, the coach evil, Aaron is just so kind and he wants you to succeed and that's his goal. But he also makes you do things that make you uncomfortable. So that's where he's evil. So Yeah, if you, uh, what we're talking about uh, being faster is that if you want to be faster, you have to train faster. Can you just get that out of the way? Ew. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's that uncomfortable feeling that um, will pay off in the end, right? Right. We want to blast your lungs over a short period of time, right? We don't want to have to run the half marathon, but we can do a 10 minute workout where you're running. And um, at the end of that, you're going to feel like you had just run a half marathon without putting all that mileage on your body, right? That breakdown that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, just be consistent, just show up, just um, follow what the workout is. And over the course of whatever weeks, you're going to see some improvement and um, maybe make you think of running in a different way, which would be, you don't have to enjoy it, but just know that it's gonna 
pay off and it's going to benefit you across the board and anything that you want to do. Cool. Um, so again, that clinic is January 8th at 10 a.m. It's Saturday. We will be sending out an email with all the details on how you can be there and sign up. Um, but take advantage of a professional running coach. I mean, it's amazing. Any final thoughts, Aaron? Oh, what about your name? Oh, Coach, Coach Evo. Evo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Coach Evo, Coach Evo the full credit goes to uh, Graber. <laughs> Yeah, so in 2014, I believe was the year, uh, she tapped me to be the running coach for Title IX. So Title IX was going to do a Tough Mudder, and um, at the same time, CFO was putting a Tough Mudder team together, right? What was her name? That was 2012. Oh, 2012. By the way, can you believe it? Okay, yeah. So 2012. Sorry. Yeah. We, we were the Mud Killers. Mud Killers. Yeah. yeah. sure, by the way. Yeah. Um, and so I had literally two teams, two different teams. That's right. They did it the same race. And the same at race. the same time. So yeah. I would train them and I would train you guys. So it was one particular workout. Uh, I used to work at Holy Names University, which is over our mountain okay. boulevard. That's what brought me to Oakland. And there's a beautiful hill in their oh campus. And they also have, I think it's 75 stairs that go from the bottom to the top. It's like a very hilly campus. Mm -hmm. So I combined both a sprint of the hill after they finished that workout, then we did stair sprints. So it was like a double bang, crazy, oh. awful, oh, yeah. vomit inducing kind of workout. Yeah. But I knew that it was important for them to do that, right? If you want to complete or compete, uh, or completes the 10 to 14 miles of a, a tough motor, you're gonna have to do awful stuff like this. So um, at the end of that workout, I think it was Graber that was like, wow, this is evil. You're a coach evil. And so I took that as my brand. It's me, my nickname. Yeah. And so I answer it to Coach Evil or Aaron or whatever. <laughs> but um, in my uh, classes made this nice hat. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> guys can't Evil. see, but there's a great Coach Evil trucker hat <laughs> on top of Aaron's yeah. very svelte body. Yeah. Congrats <laughs> on all your nutrition stuff. We'll have to have you back to talk about that. Thank you. That's been a, a really cool thing to watch on, on the Insta. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. Your time is so valuable and we really appreciate you and cannot encourage you enough to sign up for this clinic. You'll get a little bit of taste and I promise you, you're going to want to sign up for the 10 week course at least once. I think I did it for three years in a row. You like, did. And I, everybody knows my feelings about running, um, but it's definitely worth it and it made a huge difference. So we need you back. All right. Well, that's challenge accepted, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any thoughts, Ben? No. Are you going to be at the clinic, Ben? Are you running? Yeah. We have to think about my Sunday mornings. Right. Oh, wait, wait, clinic, probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Just get the, the taste. Is on a Saturday, yes, right? that, yeah. that's what I'm like thinking about. I'm like, as long as I think so, I'm yeah. going to say think so. All right. Non in non-committal ways, as I can do that. Yeah, you can. <laughs> but <laughs> most likely. Yeah. I would say, if you want to beat me in a race. Well, it's definitely worth your time. It's, it's, <laughs> only, it's, it's only, what, uh, 90 minutes, hour and a half? 90 minutes. Yeah, it's super. And it's all here at the gym, and yeah, it'll be fun. Just sign up. Just sign up. Cool. Awesome. That's it. Great. That's it. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Happy running.